Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, welcome. Special edition of the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix podcast for you today. We just moved into March. That means it's time to pay the piper. The piper, of course, being the tax man, the government uh, for all your daily fantasy winnings from this past year. And, you know, there's always sometimes a little bit of confusion on uh, what to do on this front. So as you've probably seen on some of the marketing and, and advertising on Grinders Live, we've kind of gotten to a partnership with DFS Accounting Services and uh, thought we'd invite them on to talk a little bit more about it and uh, and maybe help you guys when it comes down to doing your DFS taxes and joining us from DFS Accounting. It is Michael Fierstein. Sorry, Mike. Uh, how's it it's going? It's okay. Buddy? No worries. It's going uh, good. It's going good. It's uh, it's been a you know pretty busy season. Um, without without the say, and, and uh, you know at this time we like to we work hard, but we also like to help people out. You know, and just an FYI, people, you can uh, find them online at dfsaccounting.com, and we'll talk more about you know exactly what they do. But let's kind of just initially begin the discussion about you know what players need to know about tax reporting here and uh because there's a lot of people every year there's there's new people who end up getting you know these tax documents from the daily fantasy sites and they sit to them say to themselves Mm -hmm. like oh no like what do i got to do with this now so what will exactly trigger somebody actually getting tax documents and to your understanding have they all been sent out by now because i know there was a little delay in that um not that long ago by DraftKings. right right no definitely definitely yeah with you know and, and i definitely saw some questions about the 1099 delay and just to let everyone know that you know with 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 people that are with filers like you know um fandu and DraftKings, they have a large there's a large amount of data that they have to submit to the irs so you know, you guys have just to be patient because not only um, are they submitting the 1099s, but they're trying to, you know, accurately uh, calculate uh, what your reported income should be. So uh, from what I understand, and we've been working with um, a lot of people, a lot of clients that have received their 1099s, so they should be, they should be definitely out. Uh, but to get to some of your questions, you know, the first part is to understand, um, you know, how the IRS views DFS income, your DFS activity. And when you know, DFS came into light and a lot more players started playing a couple of years back, the IRS uh, took a seat and they, they put the position that it's, it's a game of skill. Okay. It's a game of skill and that, um, that you also win a fixed amount, a fixed prize. 
would say. I mean, there's a lot more to it, but basically that's the gist of kind of their posture with DFS income. So that and, being said, um, yep. No, go ahead. Go. I was just going to say, I think that's important, though, to clarify, too, because mm-hmm. I think naturally, especially people who don't have experience in this field, uh, they hear about right. what fantasy sports is and they say, oh, you pay an entry prize and you win money. Sounds like gambling. Let's clarify it as that. And right. I think we need to make it very clear. That's not what people should be doing with their DFS uh, reporting. Right, right. Exactly. You know, the IRS took a stance that it's not gambling, you know, that they do that it's a that it's a prize that you win. And because of that, there's different ways that you will report the income. Okay. Um, a lot of times if you get gambling, you might get a W, a form W2G that shows your winnings. And then there's specific rules on how to deduct your gambling losses against those winnings. Um, and, you know, IRS looks at gambling as a, you know, a form of luck. I'm sure some of the professional gamblers, gamblers out there would beg to differ. But uh, in this situation, the difference is that it's that when you play DFS, you're entering a, um, a competition and uh, and you win a specific set of prize, and it's a game of skill. Now, I think the the the, the first question that I often get from people is, you know, mm-hmm. do I categorize this as a hobby? Do I categorize this as a job? Because there is a there is a bit of a difference in terms of how much you're taxed between one one method or the other. Uh, mm-hmm. I know there's probably no clear, hard and fast rule on on that, but uh, what is your suggestion for people to make that determination on hobby versus, you know, a right. just a kind of a job, a side job? Right, right, exactly. Yeah. No, that's definitely a good question. That's probably the main question we get uh, with DFS. Unfortunately, with the IRS and mostly anything that they do, you know, it all depends and it's just a big gray area. And um, because they said that this is a game of chance, and, or not game chance, but a um, uh, skill, um, you get a 1099 miscellaneous, and there's not much information on there. You have your number, your, your amount that, that's listed on box three, other income. And what basically the IRS does is puts the onus on the taxpayer to um, determine how to report that. And how to report that is, um, it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty, you know, expansive in regards to um, the type of requirements. And what we've done is we went ahead and did our research and we created a tax determination letter. And basically what the IRS does is has seven or eight um, requirements that need to be met by a taxpayer in order to consider that income business. Okay. So what the IRS does is all, all DFS income right now defaults as a hobby income. And what hobby income is, it's just a set of income that, that the IRS realizes that people have hobbies. People, you know, might do some side jobs, might moonlight, but they might not be, you know, extensive business practices. So there's a whole set of rules and how to deduct your hobby income. And what we try and do is trying to determine whether it's a business or a hobby. Now, how to determine if it's a business? Well, there's a there's ton of parameters um, that that are that go about it. But you know, one of the things you ask yourself is the time. You know, do, am I am I am I researching? Am I put, playing? You know, am I putting in twenty, forty hour weeks? Um, the amount of money that you're investing is this a is this a huge investment that you're you're putting in? We talk about twenty thousand, talking about forty thousand, hundreds of thousand. 
Um, sometimes, you know, the, there are certain um, relationship stakers. So if you are, you know, a good DFS player and you're being staked, I mean, that's definitely a good qualifier that you are in business and you are you know, trying to make this for profit. And if you're very able to establish that, then you, are, you will be able to put that income in a separate section. And um, that section is called a, a Schedule C. Uh, and that's usually primarily what, what um, you would put your, uh, your income at. And then what that does is it allows you to deduct your expenses related to DFS and also your losses or not losses, but your entry fees. Um, so, uh, so for example, uh, if you do go the schedule C route, uh, you let's mm -hmm. say you play on, on, on FanDuel and you won $10,000, uh, or at $10,000 of, of profit at the end of the year. That was what was on your right. 1099 mm -hmm. miscellaneous, but you played on DraftKings and you were, you know, down $5,000 on DraftKings for mm -hmm. the year. If you're using Schedule C, you can actually, mm -hmm. is, am I accurate in saying you can take that $5,000 loss against your $10,000 profit on a different site? Right, right, exactly. I mean, you, you would definitely have to establish yourself as a business and, you know, that, that loss per se. I mean, ideally, it's just it's, that loss is you know, you're paying more entry fees than what you're winning. So yes, it would be, you know, we would probably, re we would record that as a, an expense on the schedule C and then hypothetically, you know, your net, your net income for that for DFS would be $5,000, you know, $10,000, um, $10,000 in income minus the $5,000 uh, deduction. Yeah. And that's, and that can make a world of difference in terms of the taxes because um, I, I'm pretty versed in this. Like, if you do go the Schedule C route, mm -hmm. you are, is for my understanding, you are paying more taxes, Social Security taxes, unemployment taxes. Right. So there is, yeah. you know, uh, the benefit is one side of things is yes, you can have more mm -hmm. deductions, but the drawback is potentially that you actually can be paying more taxes as opposed to, you know, just a quote unquote for profit hobby. So, um, so, you right. know, that's where, and, you know, th these guys can help you out in that definition and, and what it should be, mm -hmm. uh, because no two situations are, are necessarily going to be alike. Uh, let's say, you know, I get this all the time too. Um, what are, what qualifies as things that people can write off? We obviously talked about, uh, the entry fees themselves, you know, on maybe one site right. versus another, but give a few other things that you found that, you know, customers of yours have been using as deductions on their schedule C. Right. Definitely. I mean, the first thing that the point out is your subscriptions. I mean, the subscriptions that you had have roto grinders. Also, you know, people that are, you, you purchase for NBA league pass and NFL red zone, for instance, um, you know, you, any, any situation where you're, you're getting information to help you determine your lineup. Uh, you know, a lot of times we kind of, you know, push for, uh, the cable, your internet as well. Cause you're on, um, you know, you're online, you're doing research. Um, obviously there's a personal portion to it. So it would be, you know, maybe a percentage, maybe 75% of your internet and cable, um, to the point where, you know, there are seminars. I know that there's seminars that are put on. So any travel to the seminars, any payments that you receive, um, there's also meals and entertainment as well. Uh, if you go to a certain functions and, um, and if you, if, if it's a full-time job, you got to eat, right? So you're going to be eating during the day. So you'll be able to, uh, to write those off as well. And kind of though, that's a little bit, um, you know, some expenses that we've seen and that we've deducted 
deducted off of uh, on, the, on the, the tax returns on our clients' tax returns. We're talking to Michael Fierstein of DFS Accounting. You can check them out over at dfsaccounting.com. Again, this is uh, important this time of year to to be able to uh, you know to, to to get this information and and do this properly. Um, now, Michael, let's talk a little bit about you know, and maybe this is this is maybe for the future here a little bit because if it's yeah. in the past, you've already gotten your your uh your 1099 miscellaneous and there's not much you mm-hmm. can really do about it but let's say somebody has a great night and wins one of these hundred thousand dollar tournaments you know and they're they're not a uh, a high volume guy they might p- play like thirty dollars a night but they had the lineup right. they won a hundred k on a given night uh what's your recommendation to them in terms of Prepaying, not prepaying, because I know, you know, a lot of times, even myself previously, when you have good years, you know, you have this thing called estimated taxes sometimes that you have to pay, which are never fun. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like writing that quarterly check. Uh, so talk right. about that kind of situation, because I feel like, especially in today's world of DFS, so many people uh, on a given day mm-hmm. can win like borderline life changing money for a lot of these people on a whim. And they might not know how to handle that situation. So, a little, you know, advice for for people who yeah. fall into that over the next uh, over the course of their lifetime playing DFS, really. Right, right, definitely, yeah. And if that happens to you, congratulations. That's amazing. <laughs> and um, you know, one of the one that, that's definitely a great question. You know, at that point, if you you know if you're not playing, you know, if you're playing DFS as a hobby, there really isn't much that we can do, especially now with the new tax plan. Um, pretty much. Actually, not pretty much. It all hobby deductions and expenses have been wiped out uh, for 2018 going forward. So at that point, what we like to consult our clients is that it's to attack it on a cash on a cash flow level. And um, people have to realize that yes, you won a hundred thousand dollars, but unfortunately, not all of that is yours. And what we advise is to set aside, you know, forty percent. And even max, you know, at 50%, maybe aside and put it into a savings account or, or, or another account. Um, to get to your question about uh, estimated tax payments, uh, just for everyone to realize is that the IRS tax system is what they call pay as you go. Okay, so the IRS wants you to pay in your tax while you earn income throughout the year. So for some of us that get, have a W 2, we're automatically doing that. Our employers are taking federal withholdings out of our paycheck every year. And as we earn income, we are then paying Uncle Sam, the IRS, and the state, if you have state tax um, withholdings. So if you do, say, for instance, in this quarter, uh, hit it big, uh, the IRS will want you to make an estimated tax payment by the end of um, by April 15th. Uh, those are the tax deadlines on and you pay estimated tax on a quarterly basis. Um, but yeah, unfortunately when, you know, if you're not paying it, if you're not playing DFS as a business, um, a lot of it is just cash flow management that we try and consult and advise people to, to put a little nest egg away come tax time. Uh, because that's the worst, you know, that's the worst situation. And I've seen this before that the individuals have hit it big and they've hit a lot of money and they, they like, they have fun. They buy, you know, they, they buy some things, go out, uh, enjoy themselves and then comes tax time they have a you know a six figure uh they have a six figure tax bill that and they have no money to show for it so yeah don't let that happen to you <laughs> and uh, honestly right. 
No, it's not fun. And uh, I, I haven't hit one of that magnitude in a while. Um, so I, I'm just curious. I'm curious if like sites are even like uh, reminding people of said things when they have a six figure hit or something. Uh, it's, I almost it, it sounds weird to say this, but it almost feels like it, it should be somewhat of their responsibility to do so because you're right. right. So many people don't. I mean, so many of these people who do or this is happening to aren't mm-hmm. don't even realize it. Like at the time, they're like. You know, they're like, wow, I won $30,000. I can go buy a $30,000 car and then whoops, you know, you get that bill at the end of the year and it's, and it's, it's pretty miserable. Uh, All right. Well, tell me a little bit about you guys at DFS accounting. Like uh, where are you out of? And um, I know, you know, we're in a a world that uh, a lot of stuff is done via online video chats and whatnot. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, can you provide your services to people all over the place? Right, no, definitely. That's a good question. So we are, we're, we are located in Chicago, Illinois, my business partners and I. And um, you know, unlike typical accounting firms, we don't have a brick and mortar office. And uh, what we do is we like to, if the the client or the individual is in the Chicagoland area, we like to meet meet them face to face. But with a lot of people in the DFS community, they're spread nationwide, and um, we have the resources and the knowledge to to help you know to help them out and to prepare their taxes. Uh, unlike lawyers. In regards to their their certification, our certification a CPA allows us to prepare tax returns um, across the United States uh, and in all di- jurisdictions. So uh, you know, we're able to provide that, and then with Skype, phone calls, um, email, text, uh, it's very easy to to be in touch with our clients. So yeah, we're pretty much nationwide that we can help them out with. So are you, uh, how'd you get into this? Like, are you, uh, were you a former player and you're like, you know, boy, there's going to yeah. be demand for this, you know, because I, I've got all my, my other friends hitting me up and, you know, because I, I know for a fact, like, you know, even though DFS is a little bit more well-known today than it was, you know, three, four mm-hmm. years ago, um, you know, there's a lot of CPAs out there who don't have a clue about what it is and and how to handle it um so is that how you kind of got into you know this company and in in providing right. these services no yeah definitely i mean i played intermittently part-time definitely considered it a hobby you know i love fantasy fantasy sports uh, i've been playing fan- the regular fantasy football for years now over decades so when D- dfs kind of hit mainstream you know i tagged along and then me being a, the accountant the typical accountant you know i noticed that you know you there's million dollar guaranteed prize pull Sunday million. And I'm like, man, I'm like, if you were to hit that, um, you know, how, how would your income be treated? You know, how would you be taxed? So, uh, in conjunction to playing, I, I mainly play during the NFL season. Um, you know, I started researching kind of how, uh, the IRS, you know, their position on this DFS, uh, and, you know, met with a couple of other tax practitioners and, uh, we decided that, you know, there's a community out there and it's, community that we want to uh, help out. I mean, cause it's such a gray area and a lot of individuals, we find that a lot of individuals just aren't really haven't been advised as to their tax situation, whether it's DFS or not DFS. I mean, we all, we, we could advise on a whole gamut of tax situations. It doesn't only have to be DFS. It's just that we know that this community, there's, you know, you could, like you said, you could have life altering wins and the tax ramifications of that. Um, you know, are pretty serious and people need to know. And that's kind of how we kind of 
you know, do, do our work and how we advise our clients. We really don't want to be considered tax preparers, you know, yeah. the H&R blocks and the Liberty tax. Or we really don't want to do that. We want to be tax consultants. Okay. And, you know, part of our service is that we want to be in touch with our clients throughout the year, not just during tax time. And just really get to know them and, and, and advise them as to any, you know, future plans that they have. I mean, there's a lot of taxable events, events out there that completely change the landscape of your tax return. And we just want to help people out, really, to be honest. At the end of the day, we just want people to not be nervous about taxes, to, to be relaxed when it comes to this time, to know that they're, 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 they're in good hands um, because the life is already hectic as it is, you know, and, and – Taxes is one nuisance at the end of the year, and we're trying to uh, try and limit it, limit that, limit that Absolute, Absolutely. Well, uh, hopefully you check him out. If you've got more questions, uh, he can certainly answer them. He is uh, Michael Fierstein over at DFS Accounting Services. Again, find him online, dfsaccounting.com, and uh, really excited to kind of have these guys on board with us as, as a partner at Roto-Grinders so, uh, so we can provide you know, uh, a place for people in, in this community to go. Um, not just now. I mean, there might even be... Here's a, Let me throw one more question for you. What if somebody yeah, had definitely. filed and then, um, you know, didn't even realize that they were going to get a 10, you know, because they the DraftKings sent them so yeah. late or whatever. Uh, what if right, they filed right. and then they got one and they're like, oh, crap. Like, how, what should they do in that situation? Because... Uh, maybe not a ton of people fall into that category, but some very well could have. Uh, thoughts real quick on that. No, no, definitely, definitely. Yeah, if, that, if that's the case, then, you know, one thing that we would take a look, you most likely would get a tax notice. The IRS sends out tax return correction notices um, that, that basically says, hey, we got this document, you know, this 1099, and it shows that you made $10,000 from FanDuel DraftKings. But the re- you have to realize that the IRS will calculate your taxes based on the information that that they were provided. So the onus is on the taxpayer to then be like, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. Well, you know, I actually do this, you know, w- with working with DFS accounting, we, we you know, we basically realize that, oh, I'm, I do this for business or this is a hobby and I have a bunch of expenses that I want to write off. And in those situations, you know, we would take the time out, take a look at your situation and amend your tax return. So the IRS allows you to amend prior tax returns. Um, it's a form 1040 X and we would do that. And basically we would recreate your tax return. We, we, we would document, um, we would provide documentation as to our position. We would write, we'll do a write up and basically build a case showing the IRS that, Hey, yes, he received this income, but he also had a bunch of other deductions. He or she already had other deductions and this is how much that they actually owe not you know what you decided so if that's the case another thing too guys if you receive a tax notice please please do not ignore it and um you know reach out to us if you have any questions i definitely that's one thing i see for a lot of clients um is that they receive a notice and they hold on to it for months and months and months and people have to realize that if you don't respond the IRS has abilities to to enforce levies and um, may levy your assets and actually do wage garnishments as well. They could definitely get pretty nasty if you ignore them for, you know, some time. So uh, if that is the case, please feel free to reach out to us. We'll be uh, more than happy to help you out. Yeah, and just, uh, just one little uh, bit of advice, too. Like, if you do fall into that category where um, you might be a winner on one side, a loser on the other, but you're like, I don't track my losses – 
Um, so, you know, I don't know what it is. Reach out to the DFS site support. Like, they've got records of yeah. all this stuff. Uh, it happened to me this past year. I was a winner on FanDuel. I was a loser on DraftKings. And sure enough, just sent a support ticket saying, hey, can you give me an accounting for 2016 uh, or 2017? And boom, literally t- five minutes later, there you go. You can see what that difference is, and uh, and that's something. It's not. It's something that you know is really important too, because it can save you a ton of money to have that kind of information at hand. And in the off chance that they would question you on it, you've got a paper trail saying, "Hey, you know what? Here exactly. are here's something from the company from DraftKings that's showing that." I lost X, Y, and Z. So uh, very important people take these steps. And again, Michael and his team can help you out. Uh, uh, Again, check them out uh, for this year or future years or throughout the year. Again, if you hit it big, don't hesitate. You know, they doesn't, it's not, like you said, it's not tax preparation. It's tax consulting. And that's something that is a 12 month a year deal in daily fantasy with the amount of money that people are making on a night to night basis. Uh, Mike, pleasure talking with you. Thanks so much. And, uh, and hopefully some of our community, uh, uses your services and it makes life a little bit easier on them for their, uh, for their taxes. Thanks a lot for your time today. Yeah. Thank you very much, Dan. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only.